What's up, people? Thanks for stopping by to another episode of Giants Rush, where we talk Giants football 52 weeks of the year. And we're late because we got, first of all, I got water on me because I was carrying Christmas trees, but that's not the real issue. Chris had some microphone problems, so we were working through that. So thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us. Um, and let's talk about what basically happened yesterday. Let's get in a couple topics. We got a Joe uh Shane Presser we got Dable and Wink fighting it out with a wrestling match and a mud wrestling match we've got you know all sorts of drama going on uh from the fan base in a, in a rainy day yesterday but feels good get another win definitely feels better than losing right some of you out there only feel like this was a loss because you know eh, I can't get I can't have the second round you know the second pick in the draft well it is what it is um but we're gonna get all into that Giants win over the Patriots, um, barely squeaking by 7-10. to 10. We saw some good things. We saw some bad things. We saw some interesting things. But thanks for hanging out for another episode of Giants Rush. Uh, let's bring in the boys, and we're going to get into it. I've got Chris. Boom. What's up, Chris? Hey, Craig. Sorry about that. Microphone issues. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. A little late. All good. All good. All yep. good. All good. I see uh, the folks are starting to pile in the room. I see Jay. I see Mark. How you guys doing? Sorry, we're late. Let's bring in Alex. What's going on, Alex? Hey, it's good to be back on a victory Monday, fellas. Hey, yeah. Alex. <laughs> well, again, you know, it's interesting you say that, Alex, because there's a lot of people crying right now that, you know, oh, yeah. we're not going to get the draft pick we want. Oh, we're just... You know, literally, like I was on a spaces this morning, which was super cool because, you know, um, those guys put on on a, a lot of work, you know, moderating this spaces in the morning. But everybody was mad. Everybody was really mad. And they were like, this team is horrible. The GM's horrible. The coach is horrible. Why are we winning these meaningless games? And I'm looking at it like, man, made my whole Sunday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it feels like I'm happy it now. Feels, yeah. Feels better to win than lose, but there there are a handful of things to talk about. And because we're late, um, I see you guys. I see uh, Cold is back. Thanks for coming, get, getting back in the fold, Cold. I see Joe. Um, love to see you guys coming in. I know we were a little bit late. All right, let's just start off with plain and simple. Chris, Giants win over the Patriots. Um, ugly win in a in a kind of a rainy, misty kind of day. What did you see? Give me one thing that you liked, one thing you didn't like about yesterday's win. Uh, one thing I liked was the play of the, uh, the play of the defense in the secondary they hit with uh, Karake, McKinney, and uh, Banks with the interceptions. I love that. One thing I didn't like, um, you know, they gave up a lot of yards on the ground, I think 150 yards. But, uh, I mean, I wish all right, I wish they would have scored more points, right? Wondell had the big fumble at one point, but. Yeah, defense played well, loved it. Wish they would have scored more points. They had a couple opportunities. Okay, I can live with that. Alex, one thing you liked, one thing you didn't like. 
Um, I, I'm kind of with Chris. Did not like the amount of points that they scored. But one thing I did like was that we continued having takeovers defensively. And that was, I, I guess you could look back at that being kind of a swing point in the game. Chris, turn your mic down a little bit more. You're still getting a little echo. Um, I, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm going to go more simple approach. I love the fact that um, Hyatt was part of the game plan, watching Hyatt get involved and basically catch everything thrown at him. His first 100-yard game of his career, you know, pounded out to, to, uh, to Hyatt. So that was really great to see. Um, what I didn't like to see, what I didn't like about yesterday's game was the lack of Barkley, the creativeness with using Barkley. Like he's just, he's a dynamic guy and we must've ran the ball in the C gap seven, eight times. And it was, it was never there. You know, when they got him going off tackle or they split him out, put him in motion, like, like it feels like it's pulling teeth to get this guy, to get Kafka or, or Dable to use um, Barkley more often, right? Give them the ball until they stop them. Just give them the ball in space. I don't care if you swing pass, screen pass. I don't care. Just use them differently than running him into the ground. I, 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 get, I get bored of watching him run into the back of, you know, Bredesen. You know what I mean? I, I just, that drives me crazy. Um, and of course I didn't like the fact that, you know, we just, we just can't, we can't score. Um, Alex, like, are you, I know we're, we're, we're cool with the win because it, it makes Sunday a whole lot better. Um, are you hearing people talking about like, oh man, now like we can't, we can't get the draft pick now We're we're going to suck again next year. Like there are people, Alex, out there literally like losing their mind. Oh, you know, because they, because we're not going to be able to have the one or two pick because in their mind, because in their mind, there are only two people to pick in this draft and no one else matters and no one can make this team any better. Yeah, no, I, uh, I absolutely see people doing that. And I mean, why I'm like excited and cheering when they missed the field goal yesterday, like I go to Twitter and I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, everybody's mad. Why? And like, well, there, there goes that. They can't even tank right. The Giants can't tank right. Like, you're a loser if you want to tank, man. Like, you draft who you draft. You can trade up if you want to do it. We did that. We got Eli Manning. We won two Super Bowls with it by just drafting up. Sometimes you miss on those. Sometimes you don't. But, like, you're an absolute loser. Like, look at the Bears. And like, I, I have a friend that's a Bears fan. It's like every year you're just looking at, like, when am I hitting the reset button? And when are we drafting a quarterback? And when are we doing this? And I do not want to live like that every single year like last year was fun we can get back to that i think we had some injuries some things got off the rails earlier this year but i trust the people in charge and like talk to joe shane in a little bit but like i believe in this team like i might be an idiot and i i have told people i am an idiot but like two wins in a row joe Shane saying nice things today i was i'm i'm a little bit back in like nine and eight probably not gonna happen but like what if what if not gonna happen again i'm tapering my expectations but like I don't know. I'm uh, I'm I think you're a loser if you're not happy that this team at least was showing some positives in the last two weeks. Here's what I'm going to tell everybody and you can bottle it up and pass it on. This is a performance based job. Maybe. Just maybe 
People out there don't know what performance-based jobs are. Okay? The head coach has got a performance-based job. The GM has a performance-based job. And so do the other 54 guys. Okay? If you don't win games, you're closer to getting fired than you are getting an extension or a new contract. So, and they have pride. They're professional football players. If you go half speed, you get hurt. Everyone will tell you that. Anybody who knows the game will tell you, you don't go half speed. When you go half speed, you get hurt. Okay? Grown men, violent sport. You can't go half speed. So, like I said, bottle it up, pass it on. Performance-based job. Uh, Chris, again, kind of on the same theme. We've seen guys like Hertz go in the second round and, and these other guys. I mean, look, even Howell, who I don't think is a stud, but he's leading the league in passing yards, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. These guys aren't first-round draft picks. Now, the commanders aren't winning, but what's your thought on everybody losing their mind because you can't get the first or second pick in the draft? Like, no one else matters. Well, I, I think it comes down, and hopefully it's not an echo. So, you know, ten, um, Cole, thanks for letting me know if there's an echo. If there's another one, I'm just going to pull myself out of here and try to get a, try to fix this. But um, I think you have to go with who you want, right? I mean, if they believe in a guy, you know, whether it's down the line with uh, with a May or with a Knicks or, um, you know, or a Daniels, I mean, if they believe in that guy, then go get him. But if they're going to reach, don't do it. I mean, if their guy, which, you know, maybe was a Caleb Williams or – or one of these other guys, if it was up top and they're not going to be able to get it, get their guy, then don't make, don't reach. I'd rather run Jones back next year, which it looks like they're going to do anyway, and then figure it out from there than reaching for somebody that they really don't believe in, but he's sitting there, you know, let's say at number eight or nine. I yeah, want them to have conviction in the pick. That's really what it comes down to. Have conviction honestly, in the pick. I was honest. Like I said, I was on a spaces this morning. All good guys. All of them just literally like ready to commit suicide like they're like oh my god this team's the worst yeah you do have a bad echo chris right, i'm gonna remove myself it's like i'm in a canyon <laughs> all right let me see if i can figure this out i'm uh I'll, all right I'll you know what you can try you could even try muting yourself and then fixing it like you don't have to bounce you like we could just turn you on and off but like eat in between yeah i'll remove myself all right all, all right. right see you guys in a couple minutes um alex right. so let's 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 do this there's going to be some really good picks up and down the draft board, right? No one's got a, a crystal ball to know who's going to be good and who's not going to be good. Yesterday, you know, um, we still have an issue, you know, of course, with scoring, right? But right. what we need to talk about is two things. One is, is, you know, what kind of job is Shane doing? And then the second one is, of course, is Shane going to run it back? just the way it was because there was a press conference today, which, which we'll get into in a second. So has Shane done in your eyes right now, a decent job, a good job. Um, there were some people that say, and they weren't happy with Shane. I mean, he's been the GM for a year and a half, you know, two years. Right. If you want to talk about start date, are you happy with what Shane has done so far? I, I mean, on for yeah, like I think it like to be out on Shane in like less than two years after he just took a team with practice squad guys to a postseason 
and a playoff win. Like, it sounds insane. It sounds insane. I get it. The Giants did not win the Super Bowl this year yet. Not yet. Maybe we turn it around. Who knows? Not. I'm not ruling anything out. All right, guys. Um, but like, most likely, Giants aren't going to win the Super Bowl this year, and they're not going to build off of last year. There was a bunch of things that that kind of went wrong, and saying that like a guy that came in there when like Dave Gettleman had a binder, and that's what his draft room was. It was just a binder and whatever folders he had. And Shane came in and completely redid everything and revamped everything, and they started looking at different metrics and started kind of you know trying to shift how they built a team. Like he uh, he even said in his presser i know like not to just get right into that but like he even said like okay hey like I think our ownership believes in us and they believe in the plan that we're putting in place and like if you don't want to believe in the plan that they're putting in place based off of like an injury riddled season and bad games like what do you want him to do because we're just gonna do this every two years if that's if that's gonna be the case you have to stick with this guy he hasn't drafted anybody that's been just absolutely awful okay you can say whatever you want about evan neal but like every pick is not gonna hit he's had plenty of guys that have contributed and have, have done other things. We're even seeing like the contributions with stuff like like Hyatt yesterday, and then he's he's going out there, he's getting undrafted guys like Devito that end up like maybe not the best guy in the world, but he's serviceable for what we've needed right now. And like we could have had somebody way worse than that, you know. Um, I I just think that like it's hard to judge a guy that's had one real off season of of work, maybe two, I guess, if you want to say right when he came in there. So like. You can't say that his plan is done. Like it's like when you say that with college football coaches, where I feel like you have to have a draft, like a recruiting class come in. I feel like you got to yeah. give a GM at least like three to four years before you can say like, this guy sucks. Because like you have guys that like Andrew Thomas didn't look great his first year, but he he progressed. And he, you know it's about the coaching. It's a little bit about how they develop. Some people develop more like quicker than others. So I'm I'm not willing to give up on Joe Shane. I don't think anybody else should be either. What about you? Well, cold right away is talking about my shirt. All right, listen. Michigan State, for the record, was an elite eight basketball team last last year, Cold. All right. We're a basketball school and a crummy football school. I know. Um, but okay, so I want to give I'm gonna bring Chris back in here in a second. But yeah, Alex, I, I agree because this is this is what this is why I'm I'm judging him. Right now, the Jones thing we know is a mess because he's hurt again, he's out for the year, it doesn't look good, but I can't judge the guy. Yes, and I also understand that. that the quarterback you draft can get you fired or hired, right? Quarterback you draft gets you an extension. You do a good job. You draft an Eli Manning. You look great. That kind of stuff. You get, you know, but here's a list um, of free agents and guys that were drafted, Alex. Okereke, McFadden, Bellinger, JMS, Banks, Wandell, Pinnock, Simmons, Tibbs, Hyatt, Flott, Hodgins, all really good pieces. All really, really good pieces, right? that they've put on, especially on the defensive side of the ball, they're two players away from maybe having a top 10 defense. So I can't kill the guy for doing nothing. And don't get me wrong. Just not to cut you off, but just in what you just said, um, Panic had a sack yesterday. Thibodeau had a, uh, another half a sack. That were, they were responsible for like 100% of our sacks really yesterday. I guess yep. Ward had one too. But like they, they both contributed. He had a tackle for loss maybe. But then then you had Hyatt have that 100-yard game. Those are all guys that, that he brings in there. So everybody you just named right there was contributing. And when you see that like you have to – like we're not going to win it all right now, but having youth like contributions right now, having the young guys contribute, it's going to go – forward well like w when we get our quarterbacks or when daniel jones gets healthy and stuff like that i think it's gonna slot into where, where things are starting to work out and it makes it a lot easier yeah 
Yeah, without a doubt. Again, they're all guys contributing. I understand the elephant in the room is the Jones thing, but we're not we're not out of the. I mean, look, there's the there's Penix, there's McCarthy, there's Knicks, right? There's other quarterbacks than those two, right? And like again, I don't know if they're the right guy or the wrong guy, but like they're still building towards something, right? Like the wheels definitely fell off. They went to the playoffs in year one. We were all happy last year, right? And then, yes, I'm not going to blame injuries. I'm not going to blame anything. And Dable made a couple mistakes, right, with the punt returner. He made a couple. He made some mistakes with not having a quality backup. I think somebody in here said that a couple minutes ago. Uh, was it maybe? It might have been. Might have been. Um, maybe it's Mark Thompson. Someone said that you know, like, how could you not have a quality backup? I mean, I, I get it. All of it. I get it all, right? But I'm also really super happy with the trade he made for Simmons, right? Getting a two. And then, you know, um, I mean, uh, trading Leonard Williams and getting a two. Bringing Simmons in, right? Brought in Hodgins. You know, brought in Okereke. This defense is really close to being really good. So, and let's bring in Chris and see if we can get him and his uh, opinion on, on the job so far. Chris, you there? Chris. Still on mute. You're on. It's on your side, Chris. I'm trying to unmute you, but there you go. Oh, back on it. There you go, Chris. Yeah. Oh, Chris sounds clear. Look Nailed at that. Oh, oh, yeah. It's good. It's better. It's real good. Okay. Good. Jeez. Sorry. All right. It's all good. So, Chris, give me your. Give me your. Um, like I said, this morning I was on a, on a, on a on a spaces for an hour. Yeah. And uh, a lot of really good opinions, you know, but a lot of guys that are ang angry and not happy. Yeah, I saw um, I got on late. I didn't know you were on. I, I tried to jump on, it was already over. It was but, yeah. it was it was ugly. You know, from a glass half from a glass half full perspective, um, it was ugly. We got tons of technical difficulties today. Um, so tons of, uh, um, you know, unhappy people. And I'm just trying to be glass half full with like, I think Shane has done it in a year and a half has done a good job, but I understand the elephant in the room is Jones. So my question I'm giving to you is just the same one I gave Alex is what do you think, you know, uh, Shane has done well. And then we'll, then we'll roll into the press conference. Yeah. I think what he's done well is pick up uh, free agent, uh, guys off the street that have been on waivers. I mean, if you look back to last year with Fabian Moreau, Nick McLeod, Isaiah Hodgins, so many of these guys were either on practice squad, Jason Pinnock, you know, or on the street, and he picked them up and 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 have uh, been able to fit these pieces into the roster. So I think he's great evaluator on players. However, when you look at the punt, punt returner duties this year, that's been a little bit of a disaster. And, um, you know, the, the offensive line, you know, with depth, uh, with the Matt Pert still sticking around. So some questionable pieces there, but, you know, I also, you know, that's on the coaching staff too. But I think building the roster, I have uh, faith with Shane on the back end. Those back end depth guys, um, I, I have faith in Shane as an evaluator. All right. So I heard he's not a real GM. He's just a talent scout. You know, all these things that he's done. Not every GM nails every move, right? So they 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 put they put their name, Alex, on Jones. Jones gets hurt. You can't predict that happening. He had Jones had a right. good year last year. Like running back, and, and what you know what's actually people are just it's insane. No one wanted to pay Barkley because he was an older running back. And now everybody's like they should have paid Barkley and Tad Jones. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, come on, like. 
we're not we're not paying a running back just because Jim Ursay, who's cuckoo for cocoa puffs, you know, paid paid their running back. Like running backs don't get paid, right? So I can't really see anybody paying Barkley, you know, this enormous amount of money over Jones. And Jones was the going rate. Like anyone from here on is gonna yeah, get yeah. He was just next 40. up. Yeah, exactly. So you know, if we didn't have Jones and we walk away from Jones, you know, we were going to have a losing year anyway because we were going to have – who are we going to get? Um, Andy Dalton? Like oh, Marcus Mariota? Like who were we going to get that was going to make this year any better? Not with this offensive line. It wouldn't have worked. Right. With the injuries. I mean, it's not like DeVito's not getting sacked. Yeah, he yeah, can't like the ball. Yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 15 times in two games, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. You were going to say something? Oh, no. I mean, it was kind of – but on DeVito holding the ball, like, that is a negative, and I think it's because he just doesn't make his, like, reads fast enough for, like, where most NFL quarterbacks are. But also kind of respect him taking the sacks because he's not just forcing little checkdowns. And I think that was kind of what Daniel Jones was taught a lot last year with it. Right. We don't really know how good this quarterback is. Let's, uh, let's make it safe. I feel like they're doing that, but they're also letting him take some chances. And I would take a quarterback that that's going to eat those sacks, especially your third string quarterback, um, rather than like turning the ball over because that would have probably lost us the game yesterday. Had he, had he thrown any picks or anything like that, depending on where, by the way, Tuto, yes, all the Italian women love my hair. I'm going to put that right up on there. Look at that. <laughs> See, to all, all the beautiful Italian ladies love my hair. That's what he says. Now, I, we're not getting any any proof of these Italian ladies, but it's fine. <laughs> They're allowed to like my hair. Um, all right, let's move on. Like, you know what? Today's big. Giants win. Love it or hate it, they win. I was there. It was a rough game to watch. Again, there were a good some good points. You know, the defense still balling out. A lot of turnovers. Remember, two weeks ago, we were like one of the worst turnover ratio teams in the NFL. And then over the last two weeks, we've just been balling out with fumble recoveries, interceptions, you know, all sorts of, you know, great turnover play. Um, you know, they're, 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 it, was, it was two miserable offenses yesterday. But today, right, today we get a press conference. And I don't really know. I'm sure they're forced to do these press conferences and be available to the media. Um, and... You know, you're really not going to get anything. The, 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 what I was what I was confused about today, Alex, was all these folks wanted wanted something from Shane that they were never going to get, right? Right? They weren't going to get him saying, "We, you know what? Jones didn't play well. We're drafting a QB," or right. you know what? Like, like just it's it's you know he gave you some things. He admitted that you know the kneel play and he wasn't up to par, and you know he made a mistake with with the punt returner, that kind of stuff. But he's forced to do these press conferences. There's five games left in the year. He's not throwing anyone under the bus. He's not making any rash decisions, right? Um, so they're still kind of, in my eyes, they're still cleaning up Gettleman's mess, right? Um, you know, with what players stay. And, he, and, and there's a lot of mistakes to be had that we could point the fingers at. But I want to know, Alex, from you is, hey, did you get a chance to listen to the press conference? And if you have, he came right out and said, Jones is the starting quarterback next year. And it set everybody on fire. 
So your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I get to listen to it, and I completely like understand exactly. Like, if he, the way he worded it was like, when Daniel is healthy, he is our quarterback, and like, like, when is that going to be? Does that mean like he didn't say we are absolutely not drafting another quarterback? He said when Daniel is healthy, he's our quarterback, which could also still mean their plan is to draft a quarterback if they can get one, and then Daniel Jones kind of mentors him maybe if Daniel Jones can start next year and then we move from Daniel. I don't know. Like he was very careful with his words and like, yeah, you're not going to say like, yo, absolutely. Daniel Jones is done here. Like you're not going to say that at this point in the season because then chaos just happens and comes out of that stuff. So like, I think that he was trying to just keep it as like in-house as he could. And like, he was being a very just like PR friendly answer. I don't know what he could have said better than I don't know what other people expected him to say. Like, we're just going to burn it all down. That that's that's what they're expecting. They wanted to why it's unrealistic. Unrealistic. Chris, you about you? You know, uh, did you listen to? The, did you get a chance to listen to the press I did. conference? Yeah. Yep. All right. So what's what's your take on it? Because this morning during the, the spaces I was on, those guys have basically lit lit the world on fire with the fact that he's not holding Jones accountable, that he's not killing himself for giving Jones a contract, and not you know, and just all this like. It was just negative, 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 negative. And it's like, I get it. You know, the elephant in the room is the Jones thing. No one saw an ACL coming. You know, like no one's and and no one knows. Like you, you tied yourself to a guy with a with a neck injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't playing great to begin with. So it mm-hmm. what they did backfired on them. Mm-hmm. But across the NFL, things backfire on coaches and GMs. I mean, mm-hmm. Kansas City. Took our trash with Darius Tony. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. like, you know, like people make mistakes all the time. Like, I mean, look, the Waller thing's looking like a mistake too. Well, once again, it all, it all stepped. Remember, third year in a row, he's been hurt. He has not had a healthy season since 2020. Yeah, no, so, I, I understand. Give me, your, give me your thoughts on the press conference. Yeah, one of the things I take away from Shane is the comment that he made, you know, they played three games uh, in the first 11 days of the season. And this is an offensive line that had no continuity, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinions from the preseason. They hardly played it in preseason. Jones hardly plays in preseason. Now they go on the road, and uh, besides the first home game, and three of their first uh, – uh, three of the first games are 11 days um, you know, in, and they're playing three games. Um, injuries, obviously. But I think what I'm taking away from the Shane press conference is even if Jones is ready in eight months, that brings them up to the end of July. So they're going to have to have a backup plan, whether that's a Garden Minshew or one of these other guys, a Jacoby Brissett, to step in and start you know, running the offense. Because even in best-case scenario, he's not going to be back till the end of July, and that would put him at eight months. If you go on the long – let's say you hit it nine months, and then you're talking middle of August, which you're almost up against the season. So I think there's going to be a contingency plan, whether it's a draft pick, but I really think it's going to be a veteran quarterback that can step in and run this offense until he's ready. Whether and, and then if they draft somebody, that's fine. But there will be a veteran quarterback to start the season or at least training camp. Yeah, man, it's it's tough because you could say Waller was a mistake. You could say not having a punt returner is a mistake. Like these guys have definitely made mistakes, right? Yeah. Um, and now mm-hmm. you're up. Now uh, his comment was. That DeVito's under contract, Tyrod's contract is coming up, which kind of alluded to the fact that, like, we're moving on from Tyrod, right? Um, and he, again, he and, and some of you guys have already said that he wasn't a quality backup. 
They're going to have to find a quality backup that can run the offense and come in here and start at a minimum for the month of September because you don't think that Jones is going to be 100% by September. And the fact that you probably need someone, if you do draft a quarterback, you need someone to mentor the kid, you know, mm-hmm. on the field. Yeah. Because yeah. if Jones is just riding a stationary bike, and and uh, and if you listen to the press conference, you know, he's Shane said, who knows? He might have swelling. He might have a setback. Yeah. No one's going to know. So this, you know, and, and, and we've already heard the reports that they've been out to seeing Drake May six times. They've been out to seeing Caleb Williams three times. I have no idea how, how many times they've been out to see McCarthy or, 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 or Nick's, but um, there's a good chance they, they're drafting a QB. There's a good chance. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you know, Craig, he also mentioned that Jones walking through the parking lot today with his crutches in his hand. He had surgery last week, but he's already, you know, he's going to be working hard. I, I wouldn't be surprised he is ready at that eight-month mark and they have to slow him down. And that was one of the things Shane did allude to was that they're going to have to slow Jones down on the, on the you know, the rehab process because he does go 100% and gives it everything he has. But, you know, here he is walking through the parking lot today and is with his crutches in his hand uh, when he probably should be using them. So, you know, yeah. like you got to slow him down too. But, you know, Jones, is good. whether you like him or not, he works hard. Uh, we'll see, you know, what, what happens come, uh, come uh, you know, summertime. Um, so I'm going to put this, uh, throw Mark's comment up here. Cause uh, you know uh, how we know how great Mark is and how, you know, and how much information, you know, he can give you at one time because he's a, a student of the game. My only thing, uh, Mark about the Waller thing is this past year might've been the best tight end class in college football in the last six to eight years. And we just blew by all of them for Waller. And here we are, not the first, second, but the third year in a row, he's hurt, right? So it's really hard to see paying all that money. And listen, I want the guy. I like the guy. But literally, because of the Waller thing, we passed on some unbelievable tight ends. You know what I mean? Um, uh, You know, in the last X amount of years, it just made sense. If they weren't going to let Bellinger be tight end number one, they could have went and drafted number one, right? Instead, they put all this money into Waller and he – and again, like, you know, they took a lot of gambles, right? They took a lot of gambles hoping some things would work, right? You were hoping Wandale worked out at two and Azudu at three. You were hoping that, that you know, the, the Crowder, cutting Crowder would work. Didn't work, right? You're ho- you were hoping that Tyrod was going to be a backup. Like, they made a lot of F- uh, calculated moves that didn't work out, right? Um, and that's what happens when you get a rookie GM, right? You might get some of those mistakes because you maybe you're impulsive or or maybe you lean on what you know. But overall, they're going in the right direction. So my question, Alex, is, you know, he's putting his stock in Jones because he has to or because he wants to. Um. I think it's definitely now because he has to. I think he wanted to after last season. Because I think like what I think they put Jones through the ringer with the offense. When you read all the stuff about how they were trying to throw him off with changing play calls and giving him the wrong calls and stuff like that to see how he adjusted and and how he how he developed. I think that they were like, all right, we're just gonna run him into the ground last year and that it worked out and they're like, all right, well, we'll sign him. He earned it. And I think now you just gotta stick by that decision. And whether or not that means they're not gonna go draft another quarterback, that can mean a bunch of different things. But like right now, yeah, you say you're sticking with your quarterback always say you're sticking with your quarterback unless yeah. you want a situation like you know 
uh, he's going to have him looking over his shoulder the whole time. And that's not a good, that's not a good locker room for anybody. And it makes it dysfunctional, right? That, 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 yeah. uh, that, that the GM is not supporting the guy who just blew an ACL, right? And we just gave the money to. Yeah. And again, there's five games left. There's just, it's not a spot. All these folks that want to hear something. It, it's just, it's just not the right time and the place to be blowing stuff up. All right, let's get to like let's get to like what what everybody else was talking about um, nonstop. And of course, Jay Glazer gets out there behind it. Now it's caught a lot of a lot of momentum. There's a riff evidently between Dable and Wink. People are basically because the defense has played so well. The fan, some of the fan base is behind Wink and not Dable because the offensive guru's not Chris is not performing. Dable's the offensive guy's not performing. And then the defense is performing, and that's Wink's thing. So now you've got a lot of shift in momentum from playoff win, awesome Dable, you know, to like, all right, well, the offense is pulling the defense. And now it's reversed, and evidently, you know, they get in a, some kind of argument over something. And then Jay Glazer goes out and makes the report. And, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> so what? what's – what's uh? What's what's the, what's your take on the Dable Wink riff? Uh, I think there's some truth to it. I mean, when you look back to the Raiders game and the Cowboys game where the defense really didn't play that well, I think a lot of it could have stemmed from those two games. I think there could have been a, philo a, a philosophy difference, and maybe that's what Harbaugh went through with the with uh, with the Ravens with Wink. You know, maybe he you know playing a little more zone now. We're seeing guys you know play everything up a little more in front of them, and they're not you know less big plays than we saw, let's say, in the Dallas game. So I think, hey, you know, guys are going to, you know, it's a long season. They've been together all summer um, and last year. I mean, nothing's going to be perfect. But I hope with the continuity that Wink does stay and they just – Chris, you're all frozen up. You're all fro – you're, you're like – you're, you're like – you're all frozen, buddy. You're all frozen. Wow, today's a bad day. Man, Jesus for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're off, you're off your part. game, man. Oh, my God, off my game. But I was just going to say, I, I hope it works out. But, hey, you know, these guys have been together for a long time. They're going to run into little rips here and there. But I think, uh, you know, this may have started from that Cowboy Raider game when uh, the defense really played poorly. And now, you know, the past couple of weeks they've played real well. And they're getting turnovers. So it, Interesting and a good segue, Alex. Um, the actual rip supposedly is over Xavier McKinney where, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, McKinney says something, Wink doesn't like it. Dable celebrates it or maybe embraces it. You know, McKinney has been on fire for two weeks. He's been non-existent basically all year. And then the last, he's been a little vocal and all of a sudden, whether Wink, stepped up the game plan or featured him more or like chris said maybe went from a man to his own like the riff evidently is over the mckinney comment right um um yeah it looks like it yeah so like i guess like you know and then now you know and, and then of course so there's a riff there the question is is wink gonna come back because glazier's report is that you know and it looks, and I will give the guys that I was with this morning on this basis some credit. It does look like they're backtracking now, right? That it was like Kafka's going, Wink's going, and then all of a sudden the defense 
it starts playing well, it does make them look a little foolish and looks makes them look like they're going back on their on their stance, Alex. Does Wink survive this? Because they we're talking about firing him in the season, like now. Yeah. So so does he stay? Does he want to stay? Like, you know, because that's gonna be a bad look. That's bad optics for for Dable. Well, I mean, I really think like the tension, like kind of when you look at those guys, obviously I don't know either one of them personally, but like Wink Martindale seems more of like an old school kind of Tom Coughlin type coach where it's like, you you can't talk back to me or like, you're going to be like, I'm going to sit you or whatever like that. And I think Dable is more just a, a player's coach. And I think sometimes, you know, you have a different coaching style and you, you have rifts that happen with that and whether or not like that was just him getting in an argument and like being pissed at each other for a day or a week or however long. Like, I think like you can get over that stuff. And I think over the course of anything in a season, you've, you've seen so many teams that have like people yelling at each other, Nick Saban yelling at Lane Kiffin the year. And they win the, they won a national title that year. And he's chewing Lane Kiffin out on the sideline. And it's like, Oh no trouble in Paris. No, they won a national title. You know, that's not the NFL, but like stuff like that happens. And like, sometimes it makes you just figure stuff out. And now maybe Dave will handle something differently, but um, there's nothing you, you can't really deny what the defense has been doing. It's just, it's sad that it took him so long to, to get to this point. But if you're going to move on from wink, like think of how many guys he has this no the positionless defense is what he teaches. So you have the Isaiah Simmons and you have these other guys that you bring in. Like how, how much turnover is there going to be if we're going to completely have to change the, uh, the defensive scheme that we're going with. So like, I hope selfishly that like, this is all figured out. And I really think it's going to just be a huge overhaul if we have to move on from week, if we decide to. So I think that that's something else to think about. Yeah. Chris Dable, look, I think it's a great point, Alex, because you don't want to start over. You don't want another scheme. Like, like we need the continuity, right? And the players evidently like Wink because they're playing better than they've ever played. This is the best stretch of defense we've seen, right? Alex, best defensive stretch we've seen. So Nine the last thing in two games. Yeah. Last thing you want to see is, Wink leaving and everybody being like, all right, I'm out, right? Um, mm-hmm. I tell you, guys, it would have been interesting if the Giants gave up 25, 30 points yesterday if he survived that game because you're talking about a Patriots team that averages 13 points a game. So they, they it was definitely in their best interest to, you know, to hold the Patriots to seven points because it could have gotten dicey if the Patriots oh, yeah. scored and lost. You know, they put up 25-something points yesterday. But uh, that wouldn't have went over well with all the talk and the chatter. Yeah, and there's definitely some tension, right? We we can't deny that there's definitely tension there. But, again, you know, things run hot on an NFL sideline, right? And and when things don't go their way, people are held accountable. They say things, you know. And you're right, Chris, you know, or or Alex, you know, Wink might be an old school guy and doesn't want to be ragged on in the the media, right? Or he doesn't want to be shown up. But, you know. We're better off with Wink here than, than without him. Like, I mean, yeah, I would really love to see a little bit more um, youthful approach to the defense, a little bit more creativity, right? I mean, we sometimes we're rushing three guys, and it just doesn't make any sense, you know? Um, he likes to drop his guys back. That's one thing yeah, he does. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know he loves his DBs and stuff, but, like, you know, overall – I'm hoping whatever the rift is, they can they can fix it because it's not going to make yeah. the offseason any better if he goes. Yeah, and guys, you know, as, as much as we have a problem sometimes with Kafka and Wink, it, it would be refreshing to go with the coaching staff into next year as their uh, third year together. 
I mean, there, ha- there is something to be said about continuity and keeping and keeping the group together. And if they fail, let them all fail together. If they all, you know, if they succeed, they all succeed together. Well, uh, I think it's important. I, what we've looked through the past few years is constantly changing coaching staffs and, and position coordinators. Yeah, uh, Jay, I understand it. Jay mentions that it's all speculative, and they're talking about being the the media. One thing I, I agree, but not. I don't. I don't think Jay Glazer, like Jay Glazer, always nails this stuff, right? You like, are right. Yeah. You know yes. that's that's the difference. It's like if it came from especially Pat with the Giants. Leonard, yeah. If it came from like Pat Leonard or, or if it yep. came from uh what's her name? Uh the one that was friends with Odell. Oh, um, yeah. yep. I know who you mean. Draw blank. Anderson. Is yep. that her last Jeff name? Just seen Anderson. Just yeah. Anderson. Yeah, Anderson. Yeah. Like like if like if if it's coming from anybody and it comes from Glazier, if it comes from Glazier, you're like, hey, it's got it's got some validity to it, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Jones, same thing. Like, you know, there's a couple of them that, that, you know, they've got good sources or they're close to those camps. Right. Um, so Jay is pretty accurate with that stuff. We just going to hope that it blows over They win a couple more games. I mean, realistically, let's call a spade a spade. You're going to lose both Eagles games. So you need to go at this. Like, you know what? I know what you're saying, Alex, but they are just hitting people. Maybe not. Maybe not. Last game of the Last game of the year, it's it is a potential. Eight and nine. Eight <laughs> nine back on. Huh? Oh man, I don't I can't see well, I mean you gotta I mean I understand the, the tanking talk, but like when you're saying like let's bring these guys back, like tanking, like they, they're not gonna actively do that. Like, how awesome would it be if we strung together some wins? I'm not saying make the playoffs, but like let's stay in like that in the hunt graphic. I like that on uh, like I saw if we don't if we didn't have the bye week yet. Like if we had already had the bye, we'd probably be like the bottom team on that in the hunt graphic, which is like probably not going to happen. But like, hey, not mathematically out yet. And like, if we can see some together, have some positives going into next season, see some progressions from our young guys, uh, then like, that's exactly what we want to see. So like, the tanking mentality, especially right now, is just like, no, let's just wish for the best, and maybe some some shit goes down. Who knows? Listen, would a healthy a team schedule sort of? Yeah, Chris. They can they can win three games here. They can they can win the, they can beat the Rams. They can beat the Saints, and they can and they can beat uh what do you the call Packers. it after the Packers? Yeah, Packers. yeah, definitely winnable games. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could be looking at uh, and know, Eagles seven, on a seven and ten off week basically. Yeah, yeah, Alex, one hundred percent. The only way you're beating the Eagles is if they rest the entire team. <laughs> That's it. But you never. We almost never did last know. year. Did last year. It's all true. It's all true. Um, all right. So we did a little survey. I'm going to put out the video about you know people what people were talking about, the Giants. You, you do have people that want to draft the QB. Chris was there with me. We interviewed a couple guys. You know, people do want a quarterback. You know, um, they do want a quarterback. So my question is, is that if you take Williams in, in, in May out, Alex, do you, have a, do you have a guy you like? Do you have a – maybe you don't have a skin in the game, but do you have a guy you like that's – you know, that's there at five or six. Um, I mean, Jaden Daniels, I really like him. I don't know exactly where he's going to be draft position wise, but yeah, I don't think he's the what like, the top two on the board, obviously. So like Jaden Daniels would be available. There's so many guys, like I'm not saying I'm sold on all of them, but like there's literally like four other dudes you could see them possibly being able to grab, maybe trade back if they're not a top 10 pick and like get them at 11 or whatever. I don't know. Um, 
yeah, I, I would probably go Jaden just because the potential, the ceiling is a lot, a lot higher than some of the guys. Maybe the the floor is not where we want it to be, but like you really Jaden Daniels. But I, I also think he's just so good. I like um, I like Penix a lot, but the 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 guy's just lot, so my only. Yeah, he's so injured. I mean, like that poor dude. But the dude can sling it, man. And, and Craig, really... to your point. That's why the combine is very important with those medicals. When they get to the combine, they run all the medicals. So when you get that medical report, um, and I know with the rules, they can't disclose a lot of that stuff to the public. But that's such an important time, more so than even the uh, the actual, uh, you know, the, the workouts. Is that is, is how his medicals come back and how how how, how that shoulder looks? Because they're going to really take a good look at that stuff from his past surgeries and how, how that's. Cole says that I would die if they drafted McCarthy. Like I, I gotta tell you, Cole. Like it, it would be a little rough. But if they thought he was the right guy, I, you know, you gotta, gotta fall on the sword, man. Right? You gotta, you gotta fall on the sword. I tell the story all the time that a good friend of mine, huge Yankee fan's nephew, um, got drafted by the Red Sox, and all of a sudden he started wearing Red Sox gear and became a Red Sox fan. It's, you know, it's tough, right? I mean, like you gotta fall on the sword if he's wearing your team colors, but. And I don't even know. I can't figure McCarthy out, to be honest with you. Like, he's hot one day. Like, this weekend, he was hot. He was throwing some great balls. And then the last two weeks prior, they don't even let him throw the ball. So I I, I can't figure that cat out. Like I said, I, from a, from an athletic standpoint, Penix is just insane. But he's a walking med shark, you know? So it's like, it's really tough. Um, and then, of course, you know, you got Bo Nix and, like, People hate on Bo Nix, but let me let me tell you, folks, if you haven't looked it up, the guy's thrown for over 7,000 yards and 40 touchdowns, you know, in five years. He didn't suck at Auburn. Auburn just sucked. You know what I mean? Like, like he still throws for 2,500, 3,500 yards every year. The, the guy does throw. The, the, the knock on Knicks, for all you draft Knicks out there, the knock on Knicks is that the, the, um, the offense they run – 30% of his passes are screens and checkdowns. He doesn't push the ball down the field like the other guys do, which I get, it, right? 30% of your passes are at the line of scrimmage. You know, you're make, you're letting guys make athletic plays where when you look at Daniels or 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 you know, uh May, they've got 5 to 10% of their passes are thrown at the line of scrimmage, you know, screens and bubble screens and, and, and wheel routes. So that's the knock on Nix. He doesn't go down the field. Um, and you know, uh, and you're right. You're but right. McCarthy has would has make for a great headline. He would make for a great headline. If he'd come to the giants, like he'd like great quarterback name, Bo Nix just sounds like a quarterback. And like New York Knicks would be obviously the headline when he gets oh. drafted. Like, you know that, right? Like, it would be great. We like, the New York Times would love it. Don't know if it works out for us, but like, I'm yeah. You've already got the shirts ready to go. Right? Yeah, he'd be dunking, right? And you're right. Uh, you're right. Um, outside, uh, uh, um, Kmac, uh, Nix is Nix is an older guy because he's been in, he's been in college for five years, and most of these guys leave when they're juniors, right? So he's got two years on. Uh, Penix is the same way. Penix has been around for six years. These guys get a second contract. They're they're getting it at 29 years old. You know, they're, they're definitely um and Hartman probably the same way, but I don't Hartman's not a 
He's not a first round draft pick. All right. Well, let, let me wrap up some of the stuff with this. Um, we, we talked about the presser. We talked about them acknowledging that Jones is the quarterback because they think they have, uh, they have to, um, I guess the question now is, you know, if they, if, I don't think there's a realistic chance of making the playoffs. I think there's like, if they run the table, I think the stat was this morning that if they ran the table, didn't lose a game, they still only have a 50% chance of making the playoffs, you know, because of the, the who wins and losses. Yeah. I'm only telling you what the guys told me this, uh, 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 smart, uh, what they said on the, the spaces this morning. So um, Kafka, Chris, I don't think he makes it. And, and sadly, I, I don't think this is the answer, but but Ken Dorsey got fired two weeks ago. And listen, Josh Allen has been getting killed for not playing well all year. Yeah. They fired Ken Dorsey and he threw for like eight touchdowns. I mean, like, he's been on fire for the two weeks that Ken Dorsey was gone. But in the good bo- in the good old boys club, they could fire Kafka and bring in, in Dorsey. Yeah, I, I think the likely scenario might be if Kafka goes is that Shea Tierney gets promoted to offensive coordinator and Dable maybe shares the play calling duties with Tierney as a first-time, you know, offensive caller. But uh, I'm still up in the air 50-50 with Kafka. It's really going to be interesting the day after the season because that's when uh, all this will come down. All right, Tri- trivia time. Surprise. All right, Al- Alex, Daniel Jones was the first quarterback in Giants history to begin his career with two wins as a starting quarterback for the franchise. True or false? He started 2-0, you mean? Oh, no. First, qu- first quarterback in Giants history – to begin no. his career with two wins as the starting quarterback. Be false. That is true. Whoa. And, all right, Chris, you're up. Okay. Which of the following quarterbacks was the first giant to pass for 4,000 yards in a single season? Dave Brown, Phil Sims, Craig Morton, Fran Tarkenton. What was the first the first one? Oh, hang on. First name? Dave Brown. Which of the follow? Oh, uh, Dave Brown, Phil Sims, Craig Morton, Fran Tarkenton. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Phil Sims. He, I was at 1985. He's passed for over 4,000 yards. So I'm looking it up now. Looking up now. They got so many answers in here. <laughs> Can't be Dave Brown. Jeez. Let's that was see. like when I became a Giants fan. He was the quarterback. Who? Like five years. Dave Brown. Some rough times then. Yeah. You Plus know, back then they only played 14 games. Sims was around for 16. So that's what then. that's why Jones gets so much heat because he came from Duke mm-hmm. with Dave Brown. Yeah. Trying to find you. I'm trying to find your answers because it's like it, it, the answers are so thick here. I'm trying to find out who it is too. Um, getting closer. 
Giants yep, it quarterbacks. Was, it, was, it, it was uh well I, I Sims did throw for over four thousand. It, it was Bill Sims. Bill Sims was yep. it first quarterback to throw four thousand yards. All right. Here we go. Uh Alex, which Hall of Fame QB did the Giants acquire from Minnesota Vikings? Earl Morrill, Fran Tarkenton, Craig Morton, or Fran YA Tittle? It's Fran Tarkenton. It is Fran, you are right. That was an easy one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Even for a young guy like you, Alex. Even for a young guy like you. Most of the history. Chris, which future teammate did Phil Sims finish runner-up to for the 1979 Rookie of the Year? Rob Carpenter, Leon Bright, Johnny Perkins, or Otis Anderson? Oh, Otis Anderson. Dang. You're good. All right, let's see if I can find you one more. Alex, which Hall of Fame QB did Eli Manning replace during the 2004 season? Phil Simms, Kerry Collins, Kurt Warner, or Fran Tarkenton? Kurt Warner. Yeah, it was another easy one. Yeah. All right, ready, Chris? Last one. How many consecutive games did Eli Manning start for the Giants from 2004 to 2017? 198, 207, 210, 217. I believe it was 217. The, the answer is 210. 210, okay. So. That's, your, that's your trivia for today. Nice. Hey, um, that was coming. <laughs> yep. I was throwing you a curveball. All right, so, <laughs> folks, um, holidays are here. If you want a sweet lid like this or you want you want to rock some, you know, some some gear for, uh, you know, for your for your your partner, your intimate other, your brother, your cousin, you know, NYGiantRest.com, hit the store. Everything is there. If you order now, you probably will get it by the holidays. And you can basically customize pretty much anything there. I mean, water bottles to hoodies, anything that's there. If you want to get something cool, and you can, it could just say "Rush" and it looking look cool, or you get different skulls on there. Because you know, every two years I make new skulls, right? So we're gonna come up with some new ones. Um, you can get these like cool magnets and stuff like that. They're all there. Um, what else can I tell you? I also wanted to mention that Spartan Mike is kicking everybody's ass in fantasy football so i need guys to like step their game up because i have an autographed jersey for the winner and now i'm gonna have to give the second place guy the jersey because no one can seems to be able to beat spartan mike so you know if you got a couple of you guys i think in the chat at least i know joe joe's playing um can't remember if there's anyone else, I'm looking back through the chat if anybody else is playing, but um, you guys got to step up your game and and beat Spartan Mike because you can't let him win this whole thing because he's not getting the jersey either way. <laughs> um, all right, so announcement and I'll wrap this up. I'm hoping it comes through, but on Monday we will be interviewing for the second time linebacker Micah McFadden. Uh, he will be coming on on Monday. We'll be it's a bye week, so we'll be hanging out with him, and we can ask him a bunch of questions. Um, I'm going to take one question from you guys and make sure I ask him. I'll make sure I get you guys hooked up with some gear for the best question. Uh, oh wait, Joe says he's in third place. 
He's coming on. Come on, Joe. Let's go. Do not let Spartan Mike win. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll have Mike and McFadden on next week. If you guys want to talk about anything specific, you send me a DM. Best question. Got to be something unique and fun, right? Best question. I'll make sure that I, I send you out a prize pack. If you were a Instagram, uh, I had a contest last week for the first 10 people that jumped on Instagram and followed us. Prize packs. I'm building the prize packs. I don't have all your addresses. So if you won, if you were number one or 10, somewhere in there, send me your address. Because I can't send them out without addresses. Um, what else can I tell you guys? We're going to go. The Giants are on a, on a bye week. And, you know, regroup. Put it together. Be happy they win. I get it. You're not getting the first or second round pick. But let me tell you, whoever they get at the fifth pick in the draft is going to be awesome. Okay? I don't know if it's going to be Harrison. I don't know if it's going to be Bo Nix or JJ. I don't know who it's going to be. But they're going to get somebody great. And listen, this team is going to get better. I'm not going to use any excuses about injuries because plenty of teams get injured. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to pass it to you guys to give me some 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 um, words of wisdom on the way out. Okay, Alex, give me give me some words of encouragement on the way out. Um, I was not prepared for this. I was just going to go out with what uh, I guess on my bio. Tanking's for losers. Don't be a loser. Just enjoy the wins. Enjoy the wins. We get a whole two weeks and I have to worry about a loss. Just be happy. We're allowed to be happy. Alex, can I, should I make tanking is for loser shirts? I think so. All right. I'm going yeah, to make tanking go. is for loser shirts, and it's going to be, it's going to have like Alex's head on it. Oh, I'm totally doing that now. I'm going, I'm going to have Alex's head and then a speech <laughs> bubble that says tanking is for losers. I like it. That's going to be a cool Christmas gift. I'm going to see if I can get on that tomorrow, see if I can make that happen. All right. Um, and I'll, I'll, and what we'll do is if anybody buys the shirt, we'll donate it to charity. How's that? We, all right. Like we'll, that. we'll create, we'll create a fund. We'll create a fund. We'll put Alex's face. Tanking is for losers. We'll put rush on the back. And if we sell whatever the money is that we'll, we'll match it and we'll donate it. None. To so, yeah. <laughs> no, we might. We, listen, I wore the, the dimes three sixteen shirt. And I sold like I sold ten of them in a weekend because I wore it to the game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris, give me something you want to you want to wrap up with. No, oh, Jay. I'll go with Jay. He. Jay, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not yeah. even. No, Jay. Jay he he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to be here. Jay. I love. Uh, you know, we we. Some reason he doesn't want to be here. So I can't. Said, I can't oh. bring. Yeah, I can't bring somebody okay, back who doesn't want to be here. Go yeah, ahead, Chris. Bring it. Yes, he was. You like him. I like him. Um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go with what Shane said today. Trust the process, right? We're going through a lot of uh, peaks and valleys here, a lot of valleys. But uh, gotta, I'm still going to uh, trust the process with Dable and Shane that they're going to get this thing on the right track next year. Yeah. All right. All right. We're, we're running a little bit long. We were a little bit late. Um, check out the website. Um, we don't have a Wednesday show, so what we could do is I'm working on it. I'll I'll tweet it out tomorrow. We might do a we might have a quarterback review show on Wednesday, right? Maybe we'll bring on some of you folks, and you guys can tell me about about um, 
uh, smooth. Mark is real big with 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 Drake May. I can get a couple of you guys on for Knicks and JJ. I'll get a couple of you guys on. Maybe we'll review quarterbacks with you folks. So, um, of course, thanks for hanging out with us. You guys are always the best. Can't do this without you. Um, I do want to say one thing before I go. Um, we lost a member of the community uh, this this past uh, weekend. Uh, you guys know Pest. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys have interacted with him. Um, passed away of cancer. I know he's been fighting it for a while. Um, I'm it, it's it's it, it sucks, man. It sucks. I mean, two years ago we were all sitting at Fan Fest together. There were like 25 of us, you know, authentic and Pest and 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 Dan. Everybody was all hanging out together in the end zone, um, bullshitting, and it was a really good time. So, just want to say. You know, my condolences to his family, all he, from everyone here at Rush to the Pest, you know, family. It's just, I, I don't know, it's just a sad outcome. I, I can't even put it into words, but like whether you like this takes or didn't like this takes, you know, we're all part of the same community, we're rooting for the same team. So, you know, prayers to his family. And, um, you know, just I can't begin to tell you how anybody losing anybody sucks. And then just someone that you knew and you interacted with, you know, on a daily or weekly basis, is just, it sucks. So if anybody knows them personally, you know, pass it on, you know, we're thinking of those guys. Um, so especially on a holiday makes it always makes it tougher, but, um, we'll be back on Wednesday with something. I'll tweet it out, pound you guys up for hanging out with us. Um, and, uh, you know, happy victory Monday. Yeah, that's right. Uh, K-Max got the right idea. Here you go. Uh, Rip, happy victory Monday in his honor. Bang. That's good thinking, K-Max, right there. That's that's good That's good work. So uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Uh, I know we were a little bit off and a little bit wonky today, uh, but appreciate you guys always hanging out with us. We will see you guys uh, on Wednesday and definitely next Monday. Micah McFadden in the building. Bang. Pass it on. Peace out. Yeah. Tommy!